Magical Mist Entertainment Production, hosted by Miss Nikki Kirby, co-hosted by Saul Ravencraft, sponsored by Ever Moving We Rise, and Moonlight Potions and Charms. Executive Producer, Nikki Kirby. And welcome to Witch Chat Chats. Come on in and sit down and let's chat for a spell. We are sponsored by Ever Moving We Rise and Moonlight Potions and Charms. We have a magician here and he is a chaos magician. It's a chaos magician. And his name is Saul Ravencraft. How are you doing, Saul? I'm very well, Nikki. It's good to see you. Uh, I know that you've been uh, going through some uh, some stuff and uh, are in a healing mode right now. Uh, and you look fantastic. I don't know if you feel as good as you look, but you look great. Yes, thank you so much. I have just um, I had surgery last week and I'm in the middle of healing and I feel a hundred times better compared to before I went into surgery so yes isn't that fantastic that's yeah. that's terrific I'm I'm happy uh, I I you know whenever we deal with this kind of thing we talk about the magical aspects of things uh, but sometimes we have to deal with the society version of those things and society doesn't make that easy they they make it all really scary and uh, I'm I'm glad to see you on the side of of health and healing and better better life oh yes um, I had um, dr. Sullivan and she is one of the best um, surgeons in North Carolina her and her staff were absolutely excellent for me even even the nurses right down to the nurses they were amazing and it was just such an amazing experience going in there come going through the surgery even this night that I spent in the hospital the room was beautiful and I even got to watch um, the series Interview with a Vampire, starting that series. There you which go. Is a, which is a lot different than than the you know the original movie that actually came out. Sure. Um, so I got to do that, and um, it was it was really a very good experience. I I have never been in such a wonderful. Um, place in which the people they actually knew what they were doing they actually listened to the patient and they explained to the patient this is what we did nice. <laughs> to where they you know today understand and they gave me pictures and they showed me this is what they did and everything and it was 
such a um, great experience. So, um, but yes, I'm still in a little bit of pain, but um, it's surgical pain. It's nothing like it was um, before um, I started because, like I had told you, I was always in pain for over 40 years. And right. nothing like that. It, I literally have a new lease on life. Well, that's fantastic. That is yeah. fantastic. I'm so happy for you. And so glad to see you. All right. Yeah, you're 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 moving forward, but but you, you're you just look fantastic right now. So I'm I'm very happy for all that. Well, thank you so much, hon. So you have some announcements. Are you still going to be at the Curia Arcadium? Is that how you pronounce it? Curia Arcanum's House of Curiosities, yes. Uh, we have a few points where things have been bumped around. Uh, I'm playing Santa Claus at some events, uh, different private events, uh, and it could be your event. Uh, all you got to do is reach out. Uh, I have a great Santa outfit um, with... Uh, boots that are just gorgeous and we just got a, a new belt that helps finish everything off and I've been growing this out uh, through the year to uh, to be able to do that so uh, we'll see this is this is a a bit of an experiment I've been encouraged to do this and we'll see how it goes um, but in the meantime I'm still doing all my stuff and uh, I'm at Curia Arcanum's House of Curiosities uh, on many Thursdays and Sundays, maybe a few Saturdays in there as we can work them out. Uh, but also something that I've decided to do from here to the end of the year, because people do need the opportunity to reset themselves a little bit, is um, I've got a great setup here for doing uh, interactive sessions. Uh, you've seen me use this on the on the program before where I've done card layouts and things like that for what we're doing. I was able to get my camera moved so that it is actually a true down view. Let me see if I can show that to you real quick. And here you get to see some of the mess here. But this is the camera is literally hanging from my ceiling, pointing down at the table, um, which means that anything we do here will be a lot easier to see. And there's even a, uh, a little bit of a closer view here, which I can show you, that will uh, let us zero in on something more specific. Look at a, a, a specific card there um, so that means that anything I do remotely is able to feel very much like I'm sitting across from you and for the rest of the year I'm gonna do $20 consults they're gonna run about half an hour uh, and we can do a reading we can do uh, any other kind of, of interaction that you want sigil work uh, whatever whatever uh, and that will be remote. So any of the remote things, we just schedule the time. I'll uh, send you a Zoom link. If you don't do Zoom, that's okay. You can just do it through a browser. And uh, we make it very, very easy. And if you were looking toward what you want to do with your energy, what you're trying to do for next year, 
this is a way to get yourself set even if it's vague even if you don't know exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish we'll figure it out uh, that is the whole point uh, so reach out now the easiest way to do that is through texasmojoman.com you just click on that contact link and uh, that will let you send me a message and then we'll take it from there um, after that it's going to go it's going to go back up um, normally those those sessions are fifty dollars so this is like a crazy black friday that goes to the end of the year uh, so try try it out see see how you like it yep yep hey and he can even dress up in santa claus outfit if you want him to that's right if you want a tarot reading i actually have a photo from an event that i did it was before i'd grown my beard out so it's it's the theatrical beard but i have a photo of me um, I was doing Santa and they found out that I read palms. And so I have a photo of me looking at one of the helper elves' palms dressed as Santa in the big chair and everything. So yeah, you want a psychic Santa, we, <laughs> we can make that happen, even online. Uh, and of course, I guess uh, I should mention if people want to do a, a remote Santa message, can do that too. Uh, yep. can uh, can be right here with you a uh, Santa so uh, so reach out reach out now of yeah, course Nikki Santa too I've seen the pictures you look appreciate awesome that Santa. yeah I like to be Santa and we we talked about some of that uh, how my philosophy on that and it's it's important Santa uh, is is an important figure He's an important myth, and uh, of course there are the Odin connections as well that I, I keep in my heart, and I think it's wonderful for any child to have a Santa experience that feels personal and feels real, and, and you know I, I think that there are times when adults need a little Santa Claus as well, uh, and uh, Ed, you know. It's Santa is about wishes and hope. It's where you start to learn about your magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, even though uh, you are healing, that doesn't mean that there's nothing going on with you. Because that's just the way your world is. You're a crazy woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with every moon we rise, we're going to have a new moon and ritual that we're going to place together it's going to be on the 22nd that we're going to do we're not quite sure what we're going to do for it yet but um, we're going to have one and so um, you can be there I'm not quite sure if I'm going to be the one that's going to be um, doing it or if we're going to have um, a guest priestess it just depends on how I feel but um, we're definitely going to be able to have one so um, make sure that you um, come down for that and you can find all that information on our Facebook pages and everything. But, you know, the, the great part about everything is that I'm relearning a lot of things. I see things through new eyes now, um, kind of like the eyes of um, the little witch. And uh, with Moonlight Potions and Charms, 
I am what they call an Etsy five-star seller because I sell on Etsy. I also sell on um, Amazon. I also sell on um, my own website, which is um, moonlightpotionscharms.com. And with as an Etsy store seller, it means I have five-star reviews. All of my reviews are five stars. Nothing's less than five stars. We have uh, five stars for excellent products, amazing service, and fast shipping. Most of my shipping is usually um, done that same day, if not within the same hour most of the time. And we are going to have some new products that are coming on as soon as I'm able to get them on there, including some new spell products for Bridget, Mama Bridget, and so much more. So we're getting all in there and everything. And um, not to mention our readings that we have, um, our tarot readings are like... Um, Saul was saying they are remote and they can be done pretty quickly and easy, especially the um, Oracle one card readings that we had uh, one for Solwyn and the one in Solwyn, that one card told you a lot. <laughs> Did it not, Saul? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. So, and that's only $10 for that one card. So that's a pretty good deal for that. And uh, we also have other readings as well. So make sure that you go and try to schedule that. Because um, I'm not going to do very many of them um, while I'm trying to heal. But I will be doing some of them. So try to get back into the game here. And... Um, just to let you know that Witch Hat Chats, as you know, we are everywhere now. We're on Instagram, Spotify, Amazon, Music, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us, follow us, like our pages, download our episodes, and take us on the go. Go to our link tree and you can find us anywhere. But the most exciting news, I think, is... is that and so I was going to tell you what the most exciting news is. What is it? What is it, Saul? Well, it's Manifest Asia. Uh, tickets have just gone on sale, and I am very excited about this event. Uh, we did our first Manifest Asia at the beginning of 2022, and we learned from doing that event and made some adjustments as to what the 2023 version of that is going to be. First thing we've done is we've reduced the number of speakers, but we've increased what uh, we've increased their ability to share with you. And so the presentations, you won't have to worry so much about the timing on that. You'll be able to connect with the speakers, um, have a longer session with them. The sessions they're doing are not just going to be uh, presentations. They're what we're calling witch shops. So there's going to be a practical side to that where you can incorporate it directly. Um, mm -hmm. I think uh, we're going to have a great example of what that's going to be like from our guest today. And we also have sponsorships available. 
This is a great way for you to help support Witch Hat Chats. Sponsorships are only $100. We're doing sponsors instead of vendors because being a vendor at a virtual event is not a lot of fun in most circumstances. You're kind of in a, a little bit of a black hole waiting for people to come in. You don't really get to participate. You don't really get to interact. Uh, and that's just difficult to do. So we've turned vendors into sponsors, which means that even if you don't have anything to sell, but you want to be a sponsor and support the program, then you can do that. It's only $100. For your $100, you get commercials run during our programs leading all the way up to Manifestasia. You get to participate fully. You get to interact with people. We're going to have some social events between now and Manifestasia, so you get a chance to be a part of those and highlighted as a sponsor during those. And we're going to also have some highlight moments for you during the event where just before we bring in one of our speakers we'll have a sponsor moment where we'll chit chat with you and make sure that everybody knows that you are helping to make the event go uh, along with that if you do sell something or you do have something you want to highlight we're going to have a sponsor page for you on the witch hat chats site and then Everyone can, if you want to have specials on there, you can have those, and everyone will be able to buy your wares, see what you got going on, without necessarily you having to sit there waiting for someone to come in uh, to your booth, as it were. Uh, but you'll be able to interact with everybody. We're going to have several spots during the event, breaks in there, so that you'll be able to interact with people, go into some of the little breakout rooms that we have, and meet friends and talk about your experience because that's the whole point of Manifestasia is to build community, build our confidence, build our skills, build our knowledge, and walk away with stuff you didn't have when you walked in. Mm -hmm. Now, the tickets yeah. are only $64 for the weekend uh, as a participant, and they are on sale now. Go get them. Yes. Go get them. Go get them, honeys. <laughs> and as soon as you get your ticket, you become qualified to uh, be in our uh, main social group on Facebook. And you will get invitations to the little social happy hour kinds of things that we're doing outside of that. So the earlier you get your ticket, the more stuff you get to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to know what our divination is for today? Always. What you got? All right. So, for today's tea divination, it says, happiness may be right under your nose. Well, let's see. Right under my nose is a table. <laughs> is that my happiness? I've got this ridiculous mustache going on. Uh <laughs> or is it a cup there's no booze in it ah. there's no gold in it either is that my happiness that goes back to to all of the the stories all the hallmark tales uh that that tell us that we had everything we needed all along 
uh, and that we don't have to necessarily go seeking our happiness, that it's it's right here. Um, and that may be hard to, to wrap your head around if you're dealing with uh, money issues. If, if you got bills that are hovering over you and people being nasty, trying to uh, trying to to get you to to give what you don't have right now, and you're trying to to get it. But I think also we we make things more complicated than they need to be. We we define our happiness in these terms that are impossible to fulfill, and then we get upset and sad when we we don't achieve it. I think a lot of that has to do with um, the media as well, because the media is what tells us that, oh, it's this brand new car. It's going to make you happy. Um, oh, no, it's this brand new um, Alexa that's going to make you happy if you get it, because it's going to be able to turn on your lights in your house and call your pizza and all this other damn shit it's going to be able to do for you. Or, you know, whatever. And I think a, a lot of things we take, because we're taught to do this, is we take it too personally. And we shouldn't take things personally because nine times out of ten, it's not about us. It's about them. <laughs> you know, I and I just, I've always, you know, I've, once I understood that, I mean, when you read it for the first time, or you hear it for the first time, you really don't get it until one day it just literally something happens, and then you get it. And once you understand that, then you're like, "Huh, hmm. right?" It 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 um, changes your whole perspective. And I understand people who have money issues. I understand, you know, the rent is due. Um, you've got to have food. You've got to have this, you know, for this and this and this. I, I get that. And But there's a time where you need to stop. You need to take a deep breath. And you need to back out from, from looking at the trees. And you need to look at the forest. Because a lot of times when you look at the forest or from an eagle's point of view, you can be able to see what you can do about it and what you can't do about it. And the things that you can't do about it, you need to learn how to accept it and move on. Or either use those things that you can't change to help you change things that you can change. Right. It's really closely related to the ideas of intention, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And having your intention correct for what you're trying to do and, and really understanding the effect that your intention has. Well, it's also about perspective because when it comes to perspective, we can get overwhelmed very easily, especially during the holiday season. You know, we've got... The holidays is so commercialized because everybody wants to buy that gift for 
the family. And if you got a, a small family, that's one thing. But if you got a family that has like a hundred kids and you got like six, seven, eight brothers, and then you got your cousins and I mean, I mean, it looks like a population of a damn military compound. You know, it's it's trying to get a a gift for each and every person. I'm sorry that that unless you are, you know, a millionaire, it's just not going to. It's not feasible for everybody, and it causes stress. And we are are one of the very few countries that will run over you to get a doll for a kid for Christmas. And and I don't get that. Right. You know, I guess because I was raised by a single mother who worked three jobs and I understood I wasn't going to be able to get everything i wanted i understood that from a very very young age so i rarely asked for anything yeah i wanted things of course i did i wanted things just like um, all my friends did but i rarely asked for those things the only thing i did ask was i didn't want barbie dolls my granny always got me barbie dolls every single year um (laughs) She she wanted to turn me into a young lady. She didn't like it that I was a tomboy. And I climbed <laughs> everywhere. Even when she made me wear dresses, I climbed in my damn dress on trees. <laughs> and um but and there's times in which during this time of the year, some people feel very, very lonely and they're kicked out by their family because of their belief system or because of who they are or you know some other rotten thing and and they go into a deep depression so they really need to sit there and change their perspective because i'm going ahead and tell you right now if your family is like that you don't really need them you don't need them i'm sorry if you're if you have a friend who you were friends before they found out you were a witch and then suddenly they're telling you oh my god you're going to go to hell and um you need to be baptized and and all this other damn shit afterwards Mm -hmm. and they're pestering the hell out of you and say oh we can't be friends anymore you don't need that friend i don't care how long you knew them Uh uh-uh no or you told them you came out and say you know you're gay and they're telling you now that you're going to go to hell because God doesn't love gay people or something like that. And you guys were in church together and you, and you grew up in the youth group and in the course and everything. No, I'm sorry. You don't need those type of people because they're all fakers. You need authentic people in your life. And I know that hurts. I've had to... um get those people out of my life as well and yeah it did hurt and um but i'm going to be honest with you i'm a lot better for having those people out of my life versus having those people in my life because it is it causes more stress 
to have those people in your life because you think that, oh, I've got to change myself. I've got to act a certain way around this person. Bullshit. Hell with that. <laughs> I'm one of those people, oh, oh no, hell with that shit. Screw that. <laughs> right. Alrighty then. <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're going to take a moment and listen to these wonderful sponsors, and we'll be right back with Witch Hat Chats. Have you wondered what spirituality is? Spirituality is limitless, as it does not contain any boundaries on beliefs or practices. Spirituality's most important component is personal experience and allows one to explore it freely. Every Moving We Rise is a spiritual moving tradition, as our name is our lifestyle, because we are persistently rising and moving forward. We realize that everyone's spiritual journey is extremely personal, but more easily traveled with reinforcement. We'll teach you to become friends with your shadow, emerge your authentic self, and give you time and space to develop your own spirituality. And when situations mount back, you'll have the entire community behind you, as we are a magical family who work to sustain each other. Discover the benefits of working within a society dedicated to helping you grow on your personal path. Visit us on our website, Linktree, or Facebook page, and discover why we don't fit in the box. Behind the door, and you should find the return of the bare bone trio. See no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil skeletons. This bare bone trio reminds us not to take life too seriously and shows us the sense of humor we all have. Each one crafted with specific details and are great for the Day of the Dead, your ancestor altar, Halloween, Samhain, Hecate, and the possibilities are limitless. And there is so much more in our wicked store to help you to embrace the power of your own magic to so come on in to Moonlight Potions and Charms at www.moonlightpotionscharms.com and discover the wicked things that ignite the magical passion in you. Kitchen Witch Gourmet is a wonderful way to bring the magic of tea into your world. Kitchen Witch Gourmet is your resource for high-quality loose teas, herbal teas, black teas, green teas, and special blends. Need the perfect pot to brew your tea? Kitchen Witch Gourmet has teapots, infusers, and more accessories to make every brew a pleasure. Check out the broom closet for magical tools and custom art for your divine pleasure. Explore the Bath & Body Collection for luxurious herbal baths and personal items that will cleanse and clear you head to toe. 
Join the Tea of the Month Club for a guided monthly tea experience delivered direct to your home or office. Kitchen Witch Gourmet has all you need to perfectly start your day, end your day, and enhance all the moments in between. Behold all the wonders at kitchenwitchgourmet.com. And welcome back to Witch Hat Chats, Saul Ravencraft with Miss Nikki Kirby. And uh, it's that special time that happens in every episode. And yes, I think it's time for us to introduce our famous, world life famous guest host. Yes, indeed. Very excited about this. Um, our guest today is a good friend of Witch Hat Chats. She has a BFA, an MFA, is a Western North Carolina native teacher, folklorist, and writer. She serves regularly as a featured speaker and teacher at many festivals and conferences. She is senior priestess and co-founder of Mother Grove Goddess Temple and the Coalition of Earth Religions, uh, C-E-R-E-S, Saris, both in Asheville, North Carolina. She podcasts about Appalachian folkways on weird mountain gals. Her essays are featured in several anthologies, and she writes a regular column for Sage Woman magazine. Her books include Staubs and Ditchwater, Earthwork Ceremonies and Tower Time, and Seasons of a Magical Life, A Pagan Path of Living. She has several books in the pipeline due to come out next year, which I'm sure we will discuss. Uh, we are glad to welcome back our dear friend, Byron Ballard. Hello, Byron. Hey, Byron. How are y'all doing? We are here. <laughs> good, good to see your faces. <laughs> so, how is my sister witch doing? I am well. I'm gonna be honest because I've been honest all over social media. I'm tired. It's been a heck of a touring season, for which I'm very, very grateful. I've been to some pretty amazing places, in, including North Dakota and Pittsburgh. Um, so. All of that travel has been good, but it's been tiring. And I, I finished out the year in Chattanooga about two weeks ago with a personal appearance with my buddy Alicia for Weird Mountain Gals. And it was great. It was a big full house. Everybody was jolly. So it was a good way to end it all up. But I find that you know, I just, I need to sleep a little bit more and do a little bit less. Though, as we were talking, I'm also knitting. So, yeah. <laughs> my, my hands always have to be busy. I don't know why. I was fixing to say, Byron, I know you. I've known you for a while, a long time now. And you don't do any less. I'm, I, 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 they will have to literally bind you down, you know, and... Even then, you would still do something with your hands. You have to have something with your hands. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I just, well, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, um, it's a story of being a fat kid. When you're a fat kid, you can never be seen to be lazy, ever. So I was a, a fat, smart, poor, uh, bespectacled kid 
And that was a lot of stuff to have to push up against. So I think that's one reason I stay so busy all the time is that, and, and of course, I'm not fat like I used to be, um, is that, you know, I'm pushing against that stereotype. No, no, look at me. I'm fat and I'm very busy. I, gosh, no, don't judge me for that. I'm kind of at the place now, too, where I don't give a damn if people judge me or not. <laughs> I was fixing right. with your bad How did you get a shit? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I was fixing to say, when the hell did you give a shit? Oh, I have many times, boy, seventh grade. Mm, I, ca- I gave one. I cared. But I think by about 11th grade, no, I'm not even going to say that. It took me to college before I didn't care. That's, you know, it's the, it's the, uh, the trauma of poverty. You carry right. that with you forever. All right. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm comfortable now. Flush toilet, roof that doesn't leak, all that good stuff. But I still, you know, underlying all of that is, uh, is that early, early vulnerability, I guess, is the word I will use. Well, we got heavy and serious right right up front, didn't we? <laughs> you know how our conversations always go. We go serious, and then we go light, and then we go serious, and then we go light. Yeah. Before us. That's how we manage it, I think. These are, these are challenging times, though, and I, I find myself, just like you were saying, I'll post something on social media that feels pretty serious, like, y'all need to pay attention to this. It's not good. And then big response, big response. And then I will wait. And then a couple of days later, I'll post some funny meme because people can't live in the challenge all the time. We just can't. It is, uh, it is way unhealthy. And we can't do the work we need to do if all we are doing is worrying, is worrying or uh, fearful. We just can't. And we got a lot of work to do as witches, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely, definitely have a lot of work to do. And we can't do that because we have to spend all of our time arguing. <laughs> you know, so I, it's I only- don't. I don't understand why we argue under everything. I mean, me, I just look at you and I'm like, okay, whatever the fuck you want to do, just go do it. (laughs) I don't because there's way too many people with their heads in the sand. And I don't want to have to clean up their damn messes. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of cleaning up other people's messes. I agree with that. So if you're going to make a mess, make a mess in your own house where I don't have to clean it up. Right. Do it in your own territory. But, you know, but I'm also in a place where I'm thinking I'm remembering that hurt people hurt people. And so many people in our community are so hurt and they lash out wherever they feel like they can lash out. All right. It's time for you to say something that's going to get us all uh, silly because <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting gloomy in here. You know, the thing about it is. I sit there and I look at these the the new the new um witches and everything. And I think back to the time where I was a new new witch. Well I, well technically when I actually discovered 
and understood that I was a witch and I was actually looking for stuff. And all the things that I had to go do and, and all the research I had to go do and, and so forth. Back then, there wasn't an internet. I mean, there was an internet, but it wasn't like the internet today. And there wasn't that much on it. And there was very few books back then. And I, I talked to these kids. Well, I call them kids. They're probably in their 20s. <laughs> And they don't know what. Old, Nikki, getting old. I know. I know. I don't call it old. I call it. Let's see. I'll I'll figure out another word. Hell with it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Keep on with your story, girl. And they don't know what simple things like what your wards are. You know, keeping up your shields. You know. Um, how, how, how to cast a circle, um, basic things of protection, like what's that? Oh, have you ever cracked open a book? Well, this is a perfect segue to my new book, which is called Small Magics. And it's based on the class, and there are going to be some people listening to this who have taken this class called Simple Practical Magic. And it's all about the basics of moving energy around, harvesting it, holding it, sending it out. It's about grounding, <clears throat> it's about shields, it's about wards, it's about how you acquire energy and you don't use your own life force to do magic. It's wow. about all of those really basic things that we all learned if we were lucky we learned that from an actual teacher who right. could say, uh-uh, you may think you're grounded, but you're not grounded yet. You need to go deeper. What are you doing? What's the technique you're using? And let me see if I can help you to do that better. There wasn't, and I was really lucky with my teachers because I had a big variety of teachers in a lot of different areas. So I had people who were, uh, who were efficient, effective, and wanted to pass on knowledge. And yes, I, the reason I did this book actually is because there was some little contest happening on uh, Facebook probably. And I said, for the love of Mike, do you people not know how to do anything? Not even the very basics? Do I need to write all write out my class, Simple Practical Magic, and just make it into a book? Because I'm just, I'm tired of this. I'm just tired of it. Well, my editor at Llewellyn, then almost immediately, well, within a couple hours, she sent me private message and she said, um, I just have been looking at that thread on Facebook and yeah, send me a proposal. So my new book from Llewellyn, and we've just gone through the first big edits. We'll have another session of edits. It's called Small Magics. Uh, the subtitle is hmm, the like trade secrets of an Appalachian village witch, something like that. But it's all about the basics. Mm -hmm. I developed a whole bunch of techniques for grounding because I am sick to death. It sounds like I'm sick and tired all the time, doesn't it? 
I'm just weary of people who say to me, well, you don't understand. I'm an air sign. I can't possibly ground. Well, here's the thing, baby girl. If you can't ground, you can't do magic. So ah, might better learn to do it. <laughs> and so I worked out a whole bunch of techniques for grounding for all of those people who are like, oh, it's just too hard. Well, it's hard because it's important and you need to find the protocol that works for you and use it. And when it stops working for you, don't go, oh, well, I guess I don't need to be grounded anymore. No, you find a better way to ground. And I am, I am hoping it will help. But frankly, so many people right now are so unnerved by, <clears throat> by the pandemic and by loss of job and family that I don't know how much anybody can hear anymore. And I don't know how much anybody's practicing anymore. Not really. Well, I'm interested in that book. <laughs> All well, right. Saul, so. the fun, Saul, the funny thing about that class is that I did it first for beginners, but then I realized that there are an awful lot of people like our age who've been practicing a long time. And they're just things that we don't, we've forgotten that we learned 30, 35 years ago. And it's like, Oh yeah, I did used to do that. Huh. So it's a it's a nice refresher course. I talk about getting to beginner's mind again, but it's a nice refresher course for anybody that that loves the the facilitation of magic, kind of the mechanics of it and how it should work. Sure. You know, I'm actually finding myself in that phase now after my surgery. Mm. Because um, before my surgery, I was always since since I was nine years old, I have always been in so much pain all the time. And now, after my surgery, and my surgery has gotten me out of that pain. When you learn to live with something, and it, suddenly it's gone, you have to learn to live with that being gone and everybody thinks oh that'll be easy but it's not mm -hmm. it's like for example if somebody grew up um, hearing gunshots going off every single morning and suddenly there's no gunshots that go off every morning they don't know what to do right you know Terry Pratchett has a wonderful scene in one of his books. There's a girl named Tiffany Aching, and she's moved from the uh, the pasture and the sheep where the, she's used to, and she's visiting with someone up in the mountains. Yes. And she uh, she's laying there, and she was used to the sound of the little bells and the movement of the sheep. And every time she didn't hear it, she would wake up and go, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful way to, to express that, because we've all been in strange environments. And, and it's weird, the little things and the absence that, that makes, makes it so weird. I have always maintained that Terry Pratchett knows more about the real practice of witchcraft than almost anybody writing today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he wrote some it. very I mean, profound stuff 
even though Absolutely. he didn't necessarily believe it. He understood it, though. Yeah. And I think he doesn't have a wonderful quote about not believing in things because you don't have to believe in them if they are just there. Yeah, so good. And that Tiffany Aching series, I recommend that to everyone. Oh, yeah. If you want to understand the kind of folkloric magic that people like me do, it's all based in the land. And he got that. He totally got that. I will say, though, that, that his portrayal of wizards is a little silly. So don't don't believe well, that. <laughs> but, but you and I both know wizards like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely know wizards like that. <laughs> Plus, that was a great band, Silly Wizards. <laughs> there, I revealed my age for sure. Nice. Oh. That's not the only book you have in the pipeline, though. Uh, if I understood right, you've got something else brewing as well. How do you do that? I just, I process my world through words, and so I write them down. Yeah, I've, I'm working on a, a, a musical based on Midsummer Night's Dream. And it is... Uh, and in it, and Saul, you'll appreciate this, it's a summer theater company that's doing Midsummer. And um, in during the rehearsals, the real Oberon and Titania and Puck show up. And uh, and mayhem is ensues. And Titania is perfectly happy on a Greek island with lots of pretty things to do. And Oberon's just a mess. And Puck is just hanging out with Oberon <laughs> hoping to get him back to where he needs to be. And he's, and he's addicted to Starbucks coffee and just, he's just not doing well. Um, so you can imagine the kind of silliness that ensues and it is tentatively titled forevermore a fairy story. Very nice. So that's fun. And then I've got another book that I can't really tell you about yet. Cause I haven't signed the contract. Uh, that will come out from Llewellyn probably in 24. And I've got an Appalachian book that I've been working on for a while. I don't know who's going to publish that, but when it's ready for me to find a publisher, I talked to some folks at uh, University of Tennessee Press, and it may go there. We'll see. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Yeah. You, how many books you got published now? Uh, this New and Small Magics makes it number seven. Wow. You're just busting them out now, honey. Uh, in 10 years, I've written all those books in 10 years, which is unusual for nonfiction. But that's what I write. Well, before you know it, you're going to be the James Patterson of the pagan world. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice if I was making the kind of money James Patterson made? <laughs> he's got like what five books that come out every damn month jesus uh, yeah and he's dead isn't he <laughs> yes i don't think he is but uh well, i don't know i don't keep up with that shit but but dead writers uh put out books all the time because then right. they have with so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so. yeah i don't i used to keep up with that when i worked in a bookstore well, we're going to have to take a pause here now and hear a word from our wonderful sponsors. 
and we will return very shortly with more from Byron Ballard. I'm Sol Ravencraft, co-host of Witch Hat Chats. I understand just how confusing and chaotic it can be to open to a path of magic and manifestation. Everything seems to turn on its head. I want to be an ally as you find the way upon your path. My studio setup will let us do readings, coaching, and exploration virtually, just as though you were sitting across the table from me. One size does not fit all, and we will work together to craft the right approaches to build your practice, your confidence, and your power using the tools of divination, magical works, and spirit connections. It's never too late to embrace a new path and emerge empowered. Go to TexasMojoMan.com and select Contact to begin. There's a message now. Let's get started working on your very good fortune. Get ready to manifest. January 21st, 2023. Amazing minds sharing and interacting with you. Make new connections on your magical path. Using our magic for social justice. Manifestasia 2023. January 21st and 22nd. Weekend passes are only $64. Available now at witchhatchats.com. And welcome back to Witch Chat Chats. And so and I are chatting with Miss Byron, my sister witch. And, and we, uh, <laughs> y'all didn't get to hear us being all praising of Saul because he's yes. so good at what he does. Saul is an amazing hug, too far away, buddy. If only there was some technology where people could connect over distances. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Oh, gosh, I want to tell you all a story. So years ago, when we were expecting everything to fall apart, and we were a little premature, and then everything did. But I was with some friends who we, we'd been doing a lot of talking and, uh, and suddenly it was, well, now we need to figure out once the technology all fails, how we're going to meet up together. And one of the the people said, "Well, we'll yes. meet on we'll meet on the astral." And it was all very sort of glamorous. We'll meet on the astral, and <laughs> and he and she said, "I I will be in the guise of a wolf," and somebody else said, "I will be in the guise of an eagle." And I said, "Well, I mean, uh, on the astral, I'm just like I am here. There's not any real difference. But you know, we could just call on the telephone. How about that?" I said, we're like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess we could, couldn't we? And that was when people still had landlines. So it was not a matter of, oh, my God, the grid has gone down. Eh, so it's the <laughs> landline. It's fine. <laughs> so there. Yeah, I, I am. I will be in the guise of Indiana Jones. I like it. And you still get a hat. I like I that. I still get a hat. Mm -hmm. I'm a hat guy. I, I really am. You are totally a hat guy. I see today that Nikki and I are cap, cap girls. You know, my mom hates that. Wearing a cap? 
she fusses at me all the time. She's like, you got beautiful hair. Why do you wear that cap? And I'm like, Mom, my hair is long. I haven't been able to get a haircut. And you, you know with women, it goes into those three stages. Short, the mid-stage, and then long. And yeah. when it goes into the mid-stage, you can't do a damn thing with it. All right? And mine likes to go, whoop. <laughs> it goes, whoop. Out, you know, it just likes to do anything it wants to. I'm sorry, there's not uh-huh. amount of any hairspray or gel that's invented on this earth that you can have it stay in place. And so I'd rather just go ahead and put on a damn cap. Screw that. Well, <laughs> my hair is bored straight, so I can't really uh, compare what you're talking to, but all during the pandemic. I would have friends say, oh, my hair, uh, look at my pandemic hair. Oh, it's crazy. Well, I wear my hair in braids. So my t- pandemic hair is braids. And they just kept getting longer and longer. And periodically, I would cut the end off one braid and compare it to the other braid and cut it off the same length. And that was my pandemic haircut. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So, I mean, the reason I cover my head is um, spiritual reasons. Now, I feel... I feel uh, vulnerable with my head uncovered, so I usually wear a a do-rag, or I'm loving these caps. A friend of mine sent me four of them, and they're all very, and it was when all this Ukraine stuff came up, and I was doing a lot of work around that, and she saw these online and ordered them for me and had them sent to me. Big appreciation for that, because this is even easier than tying a do-rag. You just pop a little cap on your head. It's good. I love it. Yeah, I cover mine also for spiritual reasons as well, but you can't tell my mother that. Well, no, you can just, I don't know. I know my I mother's like, um, dead, so I don't tell her nothing. Well, it's it's about like on Halloween night when I went and told her that I um, had to make a um, candle at 9.30 at night because Hecate was pitching a fit. So, um <laughs> After that conversation, I'm just, no, I'm not going to explain that. I guess we should take a moment to explain that Nikki has her sweet dog sleeping in the background and she is snoring. (laughs) It is not my stomach rumbling. Uh, It it is. (laughs) My dog has gotten louder (laughs) over, over the last three days she used to be a soft snore and now <laughs> she out snores everybody <laughs> so as you as you hear those sweet little rumbles think of that that lovable little puppy all curled up My resting little yeah. warm and stay a little daisy <laughs> hellhound listening to mommy talk <laughs> <laughs> funny <laughs> all right we can't uh, we can't all wear caps uh because we would have to change all the domains and all the names to which cap chats and that would just be too much trouble so well, yes, technically a cap is a hat you know because you are wearing something over your head yeah but 
one of us will always have to be wearing a a hat. A so I'll I'll volunteer for that. <laughs> if if I wear a cap, I I look like I'm supposed to be selling fish or something like that. <laughs> I love those flat caps from Britain. I have one of those. It's my little uh, Irish fiddler cap. I wear that sometimes too, but I I usually just wear that to the pub. Yeah, I I have a huge collection of hats. I've been collecting them for. Since my before my daughter was born, probably forty years, maybe more. Hmm. Do you have a fez? I do. I have uh, I have three of them. Actually, I have four. One was made for me, but it has disappeared, and I Ooh. don't know if it got left somewhere or or what. Uh, I told her to make she she. Uh, I, I traded her a bolt of cloth for a hat. And I said, make me a hat that makes you think of me. Indulge yourself. And uh, she made me a faux leopard skin fez. Ooh. <laughs> Down in the jungle room with Saul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when she, she gave it to me almost apologetically, saying, if you don't like this, you know, I'll, I'll make you something else. But this is really what felt right. <laughs> I loved it. It was wonderful. Does it make you feel like a time lord? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've got two that my daughter found thrifting. And um and I don't wear them often because they have the full insignias on them. You know, they're they're Shriner fezes. And I want to be, you know, I want to be a little um sensitive about that. That's a sacred thing for some people and See some goofy girl wearing it, might, you know. Eh, I'm just careful, but I do have them. You're not goofy. Oh gosh, I can be very. Goofy, you can be. As you well, but you're not. As you well know. <laughs> I'm hoping to get the goofy back now that I'm off the road for a few months. Oh yeah. There's a book how Byron got her goofy back. That's right. Let's just make it a movie. Let's go straight to film. <laughs> Got a goof back. I like that. <laughs> I don't know that anybody would want to see it, though. And it started by um, her listening to Nikki's dog snore. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a train. <laughs> my baby girl, you're picking on my baby. I'm not. He's been right here the entire time um, trying to help me um, get better. Um, I've had I had surgery uh, last week, and she has been one hundred percent wanting to know where I'm at, wanting to be right beside me everywhere I go. So, dogs are really good for that. They are good healers and good healing companions. Unless somebody else has food, and then she goes to that person. Oh well. Well, that becomes her best friend now. Dogs are not fools, you know. <laughs> All righty. So, um, you know, the, the great thing about um, being a writer is actually being a writer is starting like a business, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it really was for me with my first four books because 
I had them, um, they were all published by small presses, small local presses, which meant that I had total control, cover, content, and all of that. And then I was in charge of, um, you know, of checking everything, making sure it was okay. Of course, I had help from the, it was two different publishers. Um, but then it was up to me to do all the promotion and all the marketing. And that became a business in and of itself, is getting the word out that the books were available and where you could get them and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's only been in the past couple of months that I've removed the sale of books from my website mm -hmm. because, um, because they're now available wherever. So mm -hmm. if your local bookstore doesn't have my book, then you can say to them, I want to order this particular book. And, um, and Ingram certainly carries them all. And I'm sure other, other uh, vendors do too. So I didn't have to do that anymore, but I was shipping books out all the time. So yeah, so I became a writer, publisher, marketing expert, um, all of that. I don't know that I'm an expert on any of it, but I do all of it. How's that? Right. Design, design, that too. You know, the, the thing about opening up your own shop, people think that it's easy and it's not. Well, that's because, if, and you may quote me on this, many people are stupid. <laughs> it is not easy. And um, I think about you, I think about, my buddies over at Asheville Raven and Crone. Mm -hmm. And yes, that is a, an established, successful business now. But it, you know, everything is still on a knife edge with all businesses because of the pandemic. Right. And it's got to be especially hard when you're an online business that is depending on uh, not people driving by and seeing your signs on the street. Yeah. And and the thing about it is trying to do social media and and, and understanding all of the new trends and and it, I'm I'm just now beginning to learn other um, social media um, avenues like Instagram and Twitter and I'm even doing a little bit on TikTok. Uh huh which I'm still don't get TikTok um, a whole hell of a lot. And what's that new one, Witch Talk or something like that? Well, Witch Talk is part of TikTok. Not not Witch Talk. I don't, I don't know. It's on, it's on my phone. It's something new from Michael Carroll who started that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but how is that going? Because I haven't heard anything about that since... He first mentioned it months ago, maybe. Well, it's 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 very limiting. You can only do images. You can only post images. You can't really oh. write anything or anything like that. So yeah. right now it's just really limiting, but it's in its beta stage. Uh-huh. Well, it's only available on iPhones, so yeah. you can't really do it through a browser or through an Android phone. Since it's only images, then it leaves out people who have vision issues. Um, mm -hmm. So they do do some videos, but there's a certain way of doing it, and I haven't figured it out yet. So, 
and how I wonder how that's better than Instagram, which is mostly visual, but also you can dump a whole bunch of words. I'm learning Instagram. I'm not, I don't do enough videos, actually. I need to do more of those. Are you pretty good at doing videos? I mean, obviously, this is a video. <laughs> but I mean, for yeah. promotion wise, when you're showing off new products. Yeah, when I can do the videos, I pretty much do um, a really decent, good video. But I always want to know. I always want to be good at what I'm saying and everything, and that takes me a while to kind of figure out but, what to say. But I got to tell you, Nikki, nobody cares about whether it's good or not. They they don't care about if the quality is good. They don't. I care know, but about I do. Content. Well, you know me. You know how I, I know, am. But, I'm an artist. But and what I'm telling I, you, I, I want to know if it's good. Yes, it has to be short. I'm, but what I'm telling you is that it's probably going to be better for you to put out a lot of content, some of which is not perfect, madam, but is still <laughs> reaching an audience because the quality is not necessarily. I mean, the quality of this show is really good because Saul knows his stuff. But you see some of this stuff from TikTok and even stuff on Instagram, and it's like, yeah, it ain't, but it's somebody holding their phone here and talking like this. <laughs> so I, I guess what I'm telling you to do is don't lower your standards for everything, but for some things you can lower your standards. I know. I know. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, here I am in my kitchen again, and I've made that kind of part of my shtick and my brand is – Come into my kitchen. I've got coffee over here. Can you smell that wonderful smell that's gingerbread in the oven? And I really set the mood for people that they're all in my kitchen. And I may have, like I do a lot of this Facebook Live things for dark moon and full moon. Yeah. And I may have a hundred people watching a video yeah, while you it's do. happening. And they they just go, okay, well, I'm in Byron's kitchen now. And I got a big kitchen, but it ain't big enough for a hundred people. But they, you know, they go with it. They they let the words lead their uh, their imaginations. And it that that's another thing that's interesting too. Somebody said to me recently, what I like about what you do is that you feel authentic to me. Yeah. And that's that is becoming more and more important to people out in the sort of plastic AI world. Yep. I agree with that. If it looks like, yeah, look, Byron hasn't washed the dishes yet today. Oops. Oops. That feels real to people. And people are, are they really, some people really want something that feels tangible and something that feels doable for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I believe in authenticity. You know, I do. Everything I do, I do. I think it's really important. Yeah. Because in the world where it's easier and easier to fake things, to see something real is, um, well, it's just important. I remember being at Epcot uh, with my daughter when she was really young. And Epcot is a thousand percent fake, but it's really good fakes. Yeah, And at one point, we saw an actual live rabbit uh, 
in the park and everyone ran to this real rabbit because it was it was a real thing. It wasn't an animatronic rabbit. It was an actual wild rabbit that was eating grass that probably heaven knows what kind of pesticides the grass had on it. But I saw those people flocking to that and it it had an influence on me. I'm not going to lie. I know because I put rabbits on your um, Facebook page all the time. Do you know, that is the funniest misnomer because I used to do this thing before the pandemic, uh, BC, before COVID. Um, a really good friend of mine, Tara Love, collects rabbits and they're usually like evil rabbits. So anytime I was at a um, thrift store and I saw some really goofy looking rabbit, I would send her a picture of it. And what did we call that hair hair parade? H A H A R E parade, hair parade. Mm-hmm. That was a hashtag. Well, because I kept putting those on social media, people thought I collected rabbits. But I don't. She collects rabbits. So I have now probably a hundred rabbits that people have sent me because they assume I collect rabbits. And yet I do not. Isn't that interesting? Well, I send you the cute ones. You do. You do. And every month at the beginning of the month, I do the rabbit rabbit thing. Um, So, yeah, I just uncovered one. If you all are on social media, you can see I I finally cleared off my dining room table. And I found a gift for my friend, Tara Love, uh, that is just the meanest, ugliest rabbit you have ever seen, painted by... Uh, kind of a local artist who's uh, who's one of those outsider artists. She does primitive art. And I was so excited to find that so that I can mail it to her. Yes, you send me rabbits all the time, adorable bunnies. But let's get back to business. So I am a person who is going to suggest to everyone when they say, well, I'm having some issues with XYZ. Have you wrapped some magic around that? Have you done magic about it? Mm -hmm. And I am amazed at the people who go, well, not really. I was was invited up and they flew me in. I felt like such a rock star for the Pittsburgh Black Hat Society's Witches Ball. And I was supposed to give a, a little talk. Well, they weren't there to hear me talk. They were there to listen to music, have a good time, buy from vendors, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I asked the question, how many of you have done magic about the election? Because this was right before midterms. One person out of the 250 people there raised her hand. One person. And I said, are you, are you telling me that in a room full of witches, y'all aren't doing magic about this, these midterms? And they were like, well, I mean, I just, uh, I'm, de- I'm going to vote. I'll definitely vote. I'm like, y'all, we are witches. If you were going to wear the label, you've got to do the damn work. Mm-hmm. What, what is the deal? Being a witch does not mean that you know how to put on false eyelashes and black eyeliner. That's not what being a witch is. Sorry. Being a witch is practicing witchcraft. And I've said right. it on this show and I say it everywhere. That is the bottom line for me when people say, well, what do you think a witch is? Well, here's what I tell you. If you ain't practicing witchcraft, you ain't a witch. Period. Period. And you can say, oh, well, it's a style thing. Oh, well, it's a life's choice. It's whatever else. But if you ain't doing the work, you ain't it. 
That's and right. If people don't like that, huh, well, too bad. They should get on with it. <laughs> I love you, Barn. <laughs> I'm just, we've got so much work to do. And we get involved in these pissing contests and social media about, oh, how can somebody call them? The latest thing this morning was, how can somebody call themselves a Christian witch? I don't understand. I don't understand. And there was, you know, 100 people commenting pro and con and uh, and being outraged and being not outraged and mocking and all that stuff that we do. And it's like, baby doll, do y'all not understand that the polar ice caps are melting? Do you not get that? And whether or not you, somebody calls themselves a Christian, which what whose business is it of yours? Not, not your business. Let it go. Nod your head and go, oh, it's interesting. Now, have you heard about the polar ice caps? They're melting. Have you heard about right. that? Yeah. Have you heard that there are hungry people in your town? When was the last time you took some canned food to a food bank? Huh? When, right. was it, when did you do that? No, but by God, I've got to argue about this because I've got an opinion about it. Well, you know what people have besides opinions that everybody's got? One of them. And you don't have right. to be one of them and show your opinion about every damn thing. You right. can actually get some work done. Right. I talk all the time about grieve globally and act locally. So if something in the big world is upsetting you, you probably aren't going to have any agency about that at all. But, but bring it down macrocosm, microcosm, what's happening in your neighborhood. If you're concerned about water quality, what's the water quality like where you are? I mean, we, we can't be concerned about polar ice caps here in the highlands of Western North Carolina. Uh, we can't make that local, but we can say, what is it about polar ice caps melting that is significant? Is it the change in the salination rate of of the oceans and what does that mean? I mean, we can all, we can make it, bring it home, bring it all home and do the work at home. If there are hungry people in your community, find a place you can donate food and get one extra can of food at the grocery store. One, spend a dollar on some green beans so that somebody is not hungry. Buy peanut butter when it's on sale and, and give it to food pantry so people are not hungry. It's not rocket science. Right. And and the same way with um, pet food. Yes. Also, you can donate that uh, to animal shelters. And, and uh, like feminine products. Mm -hmm. And all kinds of uh, hygiene products. Right. Go do that. There's work to do. And we also can do magic around all of that. I think we should do, my theory is you do magic all the time. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. It's like anything. If you're playing the piano, if you practice every day, you're going to be better. And so that when you really need it, you're not going to your bookshelf and looking for, you know, that latest spell book by that famous celebrity person. You instead are going, whoa, here's the thing. And here's me doing some magic, period. Right. There. Was that lighter and more cheerful than our last sequence, or was it just angrier? <laughs> I, I think people want to do, I think, I think witches want to do magic. I think witches want a witch. They want to. But there's so many, especially newer witches, that are afraid to do it because they're afraid they're going to do something terrible. And I keep, oh, Jesus. I, I 
try to reassure people, I promise you, you are not going to accidentally conjure a demon. Conjuring a demon is hard. That's that's tricky, high-level magic. You're yeah. not going to do that. The well, best unless, you, unless you call my um, chihuahua. That's it. Yes, and that certainly is a demon, for sure. Yeah, that's my terrorist dog. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, the only dogs I've ever been bitten by were small dogs, like chihuahuas, miniature dachshunds. Yeah, yeah. They're monsters. No, they're not. They're sweet. They, they are monsters. And with that, we need to go to a small break and listen to our amazing sponsors. And we'll be right back with the Witch's Cabinet. The Witching Hour is here and new magical products arrive at Moonlight Potions and Charms. And what appears during the magical hour? Our mysterious triple goddess Hecate Key necklace comes in two sizes, perfectly aligned with her wheel so her devotees can find their way through the darkness. The handsome hand of God statues believed to be protective talismans of luck, fertility, abundance, and good health come in black or white. One of the best ways to bring your ancestors with you no matter where you go is our traveling ancestor altar on the go. They come in three sizes, small, medium, and large, perfect for all of your needs. They include candles, an oil, a toy for the little ones who passed on, and so much more to honor their beloved dead. And our Papa Legba key necklace are perfect for the devotees of the Kingdom of Crossroads. It comes in two sizes, each one specifically prayed over and dedicated to Papa Legba himself. And appearing for the first time, Baron Sam D and Mama Gray J, Altar on the Go Limited Edition. Yes, you can take your altar to the cemetery with you. How cool is that? The traveling altar is complete with top hats, coffin nails, across from Mama Bridget, and so much more with room for you to add your own items. The show Baron MD and Mama Bridget the altar perfect for them. And don't forget our bare bone trio, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, skeletons have returned. There is so much more in our wicked store to help you to embrace the power of your own magic. So come on in to Moonlight Potions and Charms at www.moonlightpotionscharms.com and discover the wicked things that ignite the magical passion in you. Anybody can tell you what is on a tarot or oracle card. What matters is seeing beyond what others may not be able to see and help the client to uncover what lies in the mist. What do readings from Moonlight Potions and Charms do? Wednesday, I did this ancestor reading and it was an amazing reading. And it was a detailed reading. And I remember talking to this customer's ancestors. And it was so delightful. And he wanted some questions to be answered about the magic in his family because he didn't know. And his family was mostly like most of our families are. You know how everything is like hush-hush when it comes to the magic in his family. And he wanted to know 
who can he actually talk to about the history of the magic in his family? And I was able to give him specifically who he can go to to talk to about that. What particular deity he can actually go to to be able to help him with this. And it was just an amazing reading and, and talking to his ancestors. They were such a delight and they told me so much about this customer. It was just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful reading for him. And I was just so happy to be able to give him this wonderful reading. It's really amazing to be able to give people these readings, these products that's really going to help them and be able to give back to the community because this is what Moonlight Posters and Charms is about. We want to help you to embrace the power of your own magic. That is what we are all about, is to help you to do that. Book now and allow our wonderful staff to take care of your spiritual reading needs. And there is so much more in our Wicked store to help you to embrace the power of your own magic. So come on in to Moonlight Potions and Charms at www.moonlightpotionscharms.com and discover the wicked things that ignite the magical passion in you. Witch Hat Chats welcomes our guests in December. On December 4th, Byron Ballard. December 11th, we celebrate Yule. December 18th, Haran Michelle. December 25th, Daniela Simina. And welcome back to Witch Hat Chats. It is me, Saul Ravencraft. I am here with Miss Nikki Kirby and, of course, Byron Ballard. Always nice to have you here. Uh, and it's it's time for the Witch's Cabinet. Ooh, oh, oh, so Miss Byron, what are you going to teach us today? <laughs> well, we during the breaks in our recording, we have been talking about the fact that all of us are a little shy on money these days. It's been a tough year for a lot of businesses. We've talked about that too. And so I wanted to share with everybody um, a little working that I've been doing now for years that has been super helpful. Since I'm always encouraging people to do magic about everything, this is from my very first book. And that book is called Stalbs and Ditchwater. And in it is a, a working called The Happy Pocketbook. So with The Happy po Pocketbook, you find a reflective surface, preferably a small mirror. And in the middle of that, you put one of those old-fashioned change purses. You can find them at thrift stores. I'm sure you can find them online. The kind that opens up with a little clasp on the top, and then it makes a little open mouth like that. You get one of those and you get, I use a green candle, but any kind of candle will work uh, as a, either a tea light or even a battery operated tea light, which I use a lot and I find them very effective. 
So this little happy pocketbook is all about saying to the universe, I am ready to receive the bounty that I deserve and the resources that I need. I'm ready for that. And you are asking the universe to keep your pocketbook full. So you go around your house and you find all the shiny stuff. So it can be gold Mardi Gras beads. It can be, I've got some of those, they look like gold coins that have a little four-leaf clover on them that have come to me probably as some St. Patrick's Day thing. Um, gold jewelry that is, you don't want to put real gold jewelry, but a lot of us don't have that. Gold jewelry that is sparkly, anything that's glittery and wonderful. And you're going to Mound that all around this little open pocketbook. And every time you find money on the street, you put it in the pocketbook. Anytime you dump the change out into your hand and there's a super shiny dime, you put that in the pocketbook. You can even use chocolate coins, which are going to be out now for the season. Chocolate coins. And the whole time you're feeding that little mouth. You're just feeding it and feeding it. And um, and I also uh, roll up actual bills and I wrap them with those little bread ties. You can get them in gold and silver and I have some in silver. So I will take actual paper money, roll it up like a little cigar, wrap it with the bread tie and put it right in the middle too, because I want the universe to understand that even though I'm using symbolic money for the most part, what I really need is real money. I need real resources, not symbolic ones. So I keep one of those going all the time. Periodically, I will empty it out and I will put the change into a place where I can, uh, Maybe donate it rather than keeping it myself. So all that found money change goes away. And then I dust off the mirror because if you're like me, uh, dust just accumulates. I clean up the mirror so that it reflects my intention into the universe about bringing in all the bounty and resources that I need. Not more than I need, but what I need. And I've been keeping one going out for years and it works wonders. So if you're, if you are in a place right now in your life where those extra resources will come in handy and a lot of people give gifts at Yule at the winter solstice, or you may in fact be Christian and you're giving gifts to celebrate Christmas, then it's always nice to have some handy extra money. And frankly, if, uh, if the electric bill is high and it's coming due, put a little extra money into your hungry, hungry pocketbook and fill it up so that you also are welcoming the resources and the bounty of the universe into your own pocketbook. So that's what I do. Awesome. Very nice. Awesome. I like that. It's easy and it's cheap to do it doesn't cost you anything to put all that together yeah all your spells are, are easy to do and they all most and um everything comes very cheap yeah I love your spells. Well, i'm a i'm a folk magician that's what i do 
But I do want to encourage everybody, and we didn't say this before, but I really want to encourage people to shop locally yeah. with your with your small suppliers, or not even shopping locally, but also small suppliers. I think about what you do, Nikki, and really support those people who are supporting this community, and yeah. um, and uh, pay it forward and pay it backwards. It's really important, and it's a magical act, and it's also a political act. Right. So instead of ordering that thing from Amazon, find somebody either locally or somebody that you know that's a small pagan business and support them. It'll mean the world to them. Right. You know, a, a lot of people are like like me. I'm online. I like potions and charms, and I've got an Etsy shop, and there's a lot of people that's on Etsy. And they have a lot of good shops on Etsy, and they're all small businesses. Most of them are. Yeah, so. That's kind of a requirement for Etsy, isn't it, that you be a small business? Not really. There's there's a couple that's a little bit bigger, but they've gotten bigger over the years. But uh, most people are very small businesses, yeah. But that's what they're known for is their small business. Yeah. And I happen to be, again, a five-star seller. <laughs> yes. What does that mean? That Tell means I, what that means. That means I have excellent customer service. I ship very quickly. Most of the time it's on that same day or it's the next morning that it gets shipped. And if you need some help, I help you very quickly. So most of the time you don't have to wait the 24 or 48 hours to get a reply back. And my products are excellent. They get five-star reviews. That's great. I've ne- I have not gotten anything that's less than five stars. Well, that sounds like a, an endorsement to me. <laughs> so have, have we have we beaten that one up enough? Just... I know it's easy for those of you who shop at Amazon to just add something to your Amazon order, but small business is the lifeblood of any community, and we are a community. It it really is, and the thing about it is we give back to our community in a lot of ways, Um, especially when people are asking us questions. I mean, even online, I get people to ask me questions I have. Um, absolutely nothing to do with my products a lot of times. They ask me things about the graveyard. Um, they ask me questions about certain types of spells. They ask me all kinds of different questions and things like that. You know, they they want to know about these things, and they're not comfortable asking somebody else. They're more comfortable asking me mm-hmm. for one reason or another. And in the same way, even in your um, brick and mortar stores, they're more comfortable asking you versus, hey, let's call, mm-hmm. let's ask Amazon and and see what Amazon knows about Papa Legba and um, mm-hmm. how to do a spell with Papa Legba. <laughs> let's, let's ask that little micro thing that automatically answers everybody. We want to know how to do a spell with Papa Legba. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> a Google search will will show you many things. 
And many of them are not accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, when, when it comes to doing your research, that's the reason why um, Saul and I, even Byron says, do your research, go to more than one or two sources, okay? Go to several different sources because you never know what's going to be said about certain things. All right, Miss Byron. So, where can our people reach you at? The most reliable place right now is through Facebook, where I am Byron Ballard. And I'm also H. Byron Ballard, author of Witch About Town. Um, I am maxed out on Facebook friends. So, if you want to send a friend request, please do, and I will get you in as soon as I can. My website is about to be under construction, so I don't want to send people there. And you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm, I'm like the only person that really likes the new Twitter because a lot of the people that I didn't like anyway are gone. And it's, it's all calm now. It's all medievalists and art historians. It's lovely. <laughs> And you can find me at Asheville Raven and Crone on most Tuesdays when I am in town, where I read tarot from one to five. Oh, and you can find us on Podbean oh, yeah. as the Weird Mountain Gals, W-Y-R-D, Mountain Gals. And that's uh, Appalachian Folkways. Been going on now for almost three years. Isn't that amazing? Three years. Yeah. So you've been on as long as... Saul and I have been on. We've really? been on for years. Yeah. No. Oh. And they said none of us would last. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? We're too damn magical not to last. Well, I don't know about that, but we work hard, I think, is the reason we last. Well, I think, you know, my mom would have said that we're too damn mean. And that's the reason why we last. Definitely. When I was <laughs> when I was little, they referred to me. They said I was mean as a striped ass snake. And I don't think I'm any less than I was then. So there you go. Your mama's probably right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm probably still still mean. I'm just better at it now. Uh <laughs> More effective meanness. It's always so funny. You and I have a mutual friend, Dorothy Morrison. Yeah. And it's always so funny to me when people will pick on a witch online. And I just think, do you do you know this person? Do you do you do you know what this person's capable of? Because I sure wouldn't be mocking her or calling her out about stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's true for a lot of us. It's like, do you really want to go there? Because. Right now, everything's fine. Right now, just saying. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say there's three witches in the world you do not want to piss off Dorothy Morrison, Byron Ballard, and myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reputation to have, I think. <laughs> Because the thing about it is, you never know when they're going to come for you, because you won't see it coming. Oh, that sort of uh, justice work, shall we say, 
<laughs> it's, all, it's always a dish best served cold. Because <laughs> as I look up and go, what, what do you mean? Yeah. That's a whole nother show we should do. <laughs> or maybe we have done that show. I don't know. Well, we'll do it again. No big deal. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for our show today. Join us next week when Saul and I will be chatting about Yule. Yes, Yule. It's almost here. The year's almost through. Oh, before you know it, it'll be 2023. Ooh, 2023. <laughs> All right. So get your vaccinations and your boosters. Support each other and keep your fuzzy babies, your family, friends, and yourself safe. And have an absolute magical week. <laughs> You have been listening to Witch Hat Chats. Host, Miss Nikki Kirby. Co-host, Saul Ravencraft. Guest host, Byron Ballard. Executive producer, Nikki Kirby. Producer, Saul Ravencraft. Video editors, Magical Mist Entertainment, Myth Made Productions. Witch Hat Chat's theme song, The Middle Witch, by Serena Janini. Magical Mist Entertainment, Myth Made Productions. Sponsored by Ever Moving We Rise, Moonlight Potions and Charms, Texas Mojo Man. Copyrighted 2020 through 2022 by Nikki Kirby and Witch Hat Chats. Trademark. All rights reserved. All material of Witch Hat Chats is a trademark of Nikki Kirby and Magical Myth Entertainment. This podcast is for information only and is not an offering of sale to any security of Witch Hat Chats. Trademark. Or its project or its affiliates. All video, audio, and music are the property of Nikki Kirby and Witch Hat Chats trademarked and may not be disclosed, distributed, or reproduced without the express written permission of Nikki Kirby and Witch Hat Chats trademark.